is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Talkin' Cowboys, streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. And welcome into Talkin' Cowboys, Rob Phillips, Brian Broaddus, Mickey Spagnola. Happy Monday to everybody out there. A couple more practices, a couple more open practices here at the start of Frisco, and that's a wrap for training camp 2019. Cowboys fresh off a 34 to nothing preseason victory. Is that for the Governor's Cup? Does that count? Break up the Cowboys. Yeah. Over the Houston do we get, Texans. Do we get the Governor's Cup on this one? I didn't see an after-game ceremony or anything like I don't, that. I don't think that qualifies, but it was a, a heck of a performance by your Cowboys. I believe it was the first home preseason shutout since 1977. You looked it up? Nick Eatman had that stat. His first shutout since 2012, if I'm not right. If I'm pure not, pure Oakland, shutout. Oakland? Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Sure. Oakland? Okay. You know what happened in 77, man. Yeah. Super thing went, Bowl. Thing went all Super the way. Super Bowl. Could be an omen, Mick. Or, or not. <laughs> or not. Or not. Let's oh. not read too much into it. But we'll, we'll spend some time over the next hour kind of looking into that game. Who stood out? Who separated themselves? Who might have made the team based off of that performance? Yeah. We'll, we'll also take questions off of Periscope and uh, potentially some phone calls as well. So, Caden got that number ready? I don't know. He, he ignored me when I asked if we were taking calls today. I think he did that on purpose. I think he did. We he might said, not be taking Go ahead and give your cell phone number out there, Robert, and just kind of <laughs> give everybody an opportunity to give us a call. Sure. Anytime. <laughs> no, you go first. Yeah. Uh, Rob's phone number is? No. <laughs> Who'd you like in this game the other night? Um, pretty much everybody on defense. Defense playing pretty well, guys. Heck, on, that first yeah. defense playing pretty well, Mickey? Pretty, pretty well. And it doesn't matter who you're playing against because they did what you should do, even right. if they got their slappies out there. Sure. Mm, so, that's an interesting word. Uh, He's not wrong. Know, get out there and do what you got to do. And when you can create that many turnovers and that much pressure on an opposing quarterback, you're, you're doing something right. Uh, so, yeah, I, th- I thought that was uh, awfully impressive from a team as a whole. You know, you can look at and say, okay, Taco did this, Taco did that, Kerry Hyder did this or that. But as a whole, I thought they played together. The backside, uh, the pressure, the blitzes, uh, takeaways, uh, you couldn't beat it. I mean, it was just a total performance. And as the head coach said, we're not even close. Yeah, I think to me this is the second week in a row where – your twos and threes were clearly better than someone else's twos and threes, which hasn't happened not very, very much recently. Yeah, right? not very often. And you know, those were two playoff teams. You know, the Rams and then also then the the Texans. So the fact that you kind of took it, your backups took it to them, and I, I, I was focusing on you know this uh, this secondary continues to impress me. It doesn't matter who they throw out there. You know, whether Wouzier, Brown, Lewis, whoever they throw out there, Alumba. I mean, these guys, I mean, Wilson, these guys have gone out there and made some plays. They've done a really nice job of going in. Mickey's right about how they've attacked people. Yeah. I mean, the front, 
has done it. The, the front seven has done a really nice job. Those young kids. And I was talking to Rod Marinelli before the game, and I was asking him about I was asking about you know lining these guys up and are they still you know you, have you got the, an idea of who you're going to keep and all that he says he goes you know no he goes no Brian I, I tell you I, I'd tell you if I knew and he goes but I I just want to see I got two more games and he goes and a lot of these guys are going to get snaps and I even asked him about Taco and he honestly said you know he says Taco is improving and this is for the game he says Taco's improving he says but I want to see Taco be tougher I want to see more toughness. From him, he goes. I've told him this. I go. I want more toughness from you, and you know. I felt like though, if you want to take something away from what Taco had in the game, he got hurt and came back and tried to play in the game. Old Taco would have not done that. Old Taco would have gone over there and sat next to Britt Brown and Jim Mauer and figured out a way not to play the rest of that football game. But he came back in. Is it still enough? We'll see. I think some people have their opinion about what Taco is. But I know for a fact that there has been some improvement there. The coaches are noticing, though, is it enough? We'll see here in, a, in, a, in about five or six days. Heck of a performance by him. And, and he's gotten a ton of reps in, this, in these first three preseason games. It came, it he needs like, it. Yeah, he did. And, and he's got a lot more competition. You know, It's funny because we were talking about George Selvey last week and how sure were. there was a point – in time when Rod Marinelli was running this defense where they were signing guys off the couch to come in here and just tr- and start in the middle of the season. And I think they've reached a point now where we're talking about you know, 12, 13 guys that are like, wow, these, all these guys have at least enough talent to make an NFL roster. Yeah, their, their pro department and college department is humming right now because they're doing a good job. And again, uh, that talks about continuity. You know, and I'll give Jason Garrett credit. I think Jason Garrett's one of the best evaluating coaches that I've seen. I mean, I was with Parcells and guys like that. But as far as evaluating talent and know what they need, I think he does a really good job with that evaluation side of it. He knows what kind of players, but it's continuity. You got continuity with the scheme, uh, you got continuity with the coaching staff, you've got continuity that kind of helps you be able to build the team the right way. And you got a head coach that understands personnel. And I don't give him nearly enough credit for his personnel uh, hat that he wears because this roster is clearly better with some of his influence here. Well, it's better because, oh, they took Bill Jones's headset away. Oh, no. Oh, no. Bill Jones is here. Kate and Bill Jones is here. Hi, we need that you? headset back. Yeah. Yeah, he can listen to us for now. I can hear you. He could hear us. Sans headset. Yeah, Sorry, I had absolutely. to take a phone call. That's one of those phone calls that you got to take or else you're playing phone tag the rest of the afternoon. Well, good. Yeah. Glad you uh, could make it. You know, it's funny. I'm listening. To, I mean, we're just talking about taco and stuff. And I just looked down at, at the Periscope. And people are saying taco got coverage sacks. They don't want to give a guy credit for... I mean, his first sack was total effort. Sure. I mean, he beat two guys to get to the you know, to get to get the sack. So people not again. You have he even said it. We played the clip during the broadcast. You either have people he's gonna he's got people either gonna be with him or people that are gonna be against him. So no, it, yeah. I it, mean, it, and I just it's unfortunate a guy can have a good two or three plays. In a game, you know, but we we say no. Nah, I was coverage sack. He's not that good of a player. He can't do that. I mean, we've watched him now for a month, 
just about. He's gotten better. Camp, you can and, say which he's gotten and, better. And day after day, the effort has been there to Brian's point. He's yeah. been productive in practice. This has just been a carryover to that. Now, now Mick, do you have any kind of update on what is – it was an ankle, I right? Didn't, it was an ankle or a knee. So when we left – when I walked him towards the training room, he said, yeah, I'm going to get it checked out. And I said, ankle or knee? He goes, yeah. He goes, I don't know if I'm supposed to say. And I said, so you're going to throw the hockey term at me, lower lower body, body, lower injury. body injury? And right. He goes, yeah, that's what it is, the lower yeah. body injury. Said, he took okay. a big shot on that knee. Hey, look, he didn't get coverage sacks before. Right. That's, okay? yeah, yeah. He didn't get any. So, you know, he's making steps in the right direction. And you've got to remember that if they get rid of him, either cut him or trade him, he's going to count $3.5 million in dead money against the cap immediately. Yeah. Immediately. So be careful how you're cutting your team already. I don't know if people are saying they're going to do that. I think he made some comments after the first preseason game of they were kind of cryptic. It was like they were yeah, very. Cryptic. It was like you know I'm I'm trying to dominate out on the field, but I talk to my agent all the time, and we kind of know the situation. Sure. And and it, you know it was kind of like okay, what do you mean by that? Yeah. And and I'm sure he knows. Look, he's looking at this depth chart. He knows it's the it's the most competition he's faced since he's been here. Yeah. And the most depth they've had. But based on performance, the performance they had the other night, I think he's in position to make this team. Yeah. But a lot of people look at it that he's also in a position where he raises his uh, trade stock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But when, again, when you, when you look at those numbers, but yeah, you're right. When you're trying to sign a bunch of guys and you need all the cap space you got, you need to do it. Uh, right. You better be careful just throwing away cap money. I don't yeah. care about Jerry's money, but cap money is important. I asked Mickey, and it's the ankle on Taco. So ankle okay. is what they're working on. All right, along those lines, at the defensive end position, Tyrone Crawford, right? He's come, came off pup, and so he's ready to go. He's a team captain type on this team, but when you look at the salary cap situation, his now he would count four four million or so at dead money, if, but it's six million that they would save basically. That's his salary. His base year. salary for yeah. this year. Yeah. See, Tacos is guaranteed. Right. That's why his that's, yeah, is that's more. Later draft. Crawford's yeah. isn't guaranteed. First right. round pick. He's got two years left on his deal. And, right. But, but anyway. I, I, but, don't know, but, I don't know how you cut Crawford. I don't either. I don't either. I wasn't trying to attack you, Bill. Right. I understand what you were trying to maybe, – maybe if you're talking about moving money – or giving money or saving money, mm-hmm. I, I I just think I think that they've got the situation in a good spot when, with these defensive linemen, and if it means if it means Crawford's your starter, okay, you got Quinn out for a couple of weeks because of the suspension. I have no problem throwing Dorrance Armstrong in a game right now. Mm-hmm. I really don't. The way I mean, the way him if you say he could play as a rotational rusher, no, yeah, if Crawford starts and I have to play somebody at right end. I'll I'll play I'll play Lawrence at right. Excuse me, uh, Armstrong. Armstrong at right end. But you might hide But you might hide him at at left end because the first game you're not going to send Demarcus Lawrence out there and play 65 snaps. No, I'm just saying though. If 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 people are talking about getting rid again, Bill, I'm not talking. I'm just saying if you're one of these folks that's thinking let's move on from Crawford. I I understand if you want to do this in the in the spring. Next, I you know if you want to have that discussion, great. But right now, he's one of my better. I mean, I, I understand why he. I never thought he wasn't going to start. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, everybody's like, oh, Robert Quinn. They traded for Robert Quinn, in my opinion, because they had not signed Lawrence yet. 
that's why they I, I felt like they were going to protect themselves. But I never thought Quinn was going to be the starter yeah, right he's, in. He's I the, never thought that. He's the pass rusher over there. Yes. And then you kick Crawford inside to let him play with with exactly. Collins. Yeah. And now you got Kerry Hyder who can also go sure. inside and rush. Sure. Yep. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And you and Tristan Hill's starting to take some steps forward. He may so, have put the menu down in the in the dining car right yeah. now. Rodney Ernelli said something about him um, last week. He, he noticed something different in his pad level, his technique in the second half yeah. of the Rams game? Rams game. Right. And he carried it over to practice. So Hill? Hill. Yeah. And and that's part of a rookie evaluation. Can he can he get that technique down to where he can finish plays and you know get up the field. He's getting a lot of reps. He needs he just needs a little confidence and I think this game did him wonders making that play early oh, against yeah. the Texans. Oh. I think it was their first line. How um, how many although their first line is a lot like a second yes, line. Yes, I know. Um, that is a problem, boy. Uh, yeah. On talking Texans. Well, let's talk about that <laughs> offensive line a lot. Especially at left tackle. I mean, yeah. they signed Matt Khalil and he hadn't been out there yet and right. he didn't play last year due to a knee injury and uh, all right. So how many defensive linemen are you keeping? Usually well, about ten. I'm right? going to keep right. ten. Yeah, I counted up the obvious ones and I got nine. Not it, counting Robert Quinn because he'll be on right. reserve for a couple right. weeks. Yeah. So the and so you want to run down those obvious ones? I will. I'll start from the top in alphabetical. No, I guess it's no, not go, alphabetical. Go starters. It's go. number order. How's okay. that? Number right. order. Hyder, Tristan Hill, Demarcus Lawrence, Armstrong, Christian Covington, Malik Collins, Taco Crawford, and Woods. All right, so was there a Joe Jackson in there? He was my question mark. And Jelks. And I think he's practice squad. Okay. So how many did you get? Was that 10? That was nine. He got nine. nine. Yeah. So 10 with Joe Jackson? It would be 10 with Joe Jackson. And you got Quinn on two-game suspension. And I got Quinn on two-game suspension, yeah. And then I got to decide if Daniel Ross makes this team or not. No. But I think Covington... I don't see covers you there, right? No, I think I, I think I think your list is really good, and I think I think that it's either this is going to sound crazy again because we just talked seven minutes about this man, but I think it's going it, to if you're talking about the final two guys, it's Taco and it's also Joe Jackson. See, Those are the two guys. I think Joe Jackson is I think Joe Jackson is either nine or ten on their list. Fifth round draft pick who showed. Well, I can have them both right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Every, yeah. every time Jerry is asked about a young player, he mentions Joe Jackson. Yeah. Now, ultimately, does he make the team? Doesn't mean he will. But I think Joe Jackson's on this team. I do yeah. too. Yeah. I, I, do I too. mean, well, then I, there's my ten. Based on yeah. what the Cowboys owner slash GM says, yeah, yeah, they they love his motor, uh, his power, mm-hmm. rushing. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little, maybe some position flex. And so the, yeah. with those ten, that included four D tackles. Meaning Woods, Collins, Covington, and Hill, and then you've got two DNs in Hyder and Crawford that who can, can move rush inside. In, rush inside. Right. It's yeah. a good balance there. Yes. You know, where you've got you basically got four four defensive tackles and four defensive ends and two guys that can go either way. Yeah. So I, I, I we'll think figure that, that out. All right, let's go. <laughs> no, no, I, I th- 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 it's always about the flexibility with Marinelli and those guys. It, it just, you know, hey, what do I? And that's why I was kind of arguing, not arguing. I was saying the thing about Crawford. You know, Crawford is going to play a lot of snaps for you. He's going to help you at that right end, 
be be solid over there playing the run. He's going to help you if you have to play the nickel because you could put him inside and run games with him where he's a penetrator and it allows the, the these ends. You know, he takes up blocks because he's got power. You know, he's going to penetrate, take somebody with him, and he's going to get he's going to get Jalen Smith home on a rush. He's going to get Leighton Vanderesh home on a rush. He's going to get one of those ends home on a rush. And, that, yeah. and that's why I mentioned Tyrone Crawford and his salary. Because if Tyrone Crawford wasn't a player that they really liked and, and brought that kind of value, that would be a salary that you could move and it, it would benefit the salary the, the, as far as your cap goes and so forth. But he's too valuable. I think he's too valuable. Right. I, I think people – and again, I'm not right. – I, I didn't think you were going down the line of cutting the guy. Right. I think it was – Okay, if you have to save, but I, I've got this defensive line like I want it. I I, re, I do. And, and my point on it is, be careful the moves that you're making. You've got a position of strength right there. Absolutely, and trading yeah. away a player or cutting a guy because oh, we got so many guys that we can make room someplace else. All of a sudden, that position of strength and numbers and it can be the opposite very quick in this league. What year was it? it was maybe in 2015 where they went through like 20 defensive linemen right. because right. of injuries. Yeah. Stuff, right. You yeah. know? Right. No, I, I absolutely agree with you. So. Uh, and, and who knows? Maybe they keep 11 when Quinn comes back. You, you, you never know how it works out. Yeah, and a lot of times well, those decisions take care of themselves because injuries do happen. And when I said last week on the show, you know, if Noah Brown winds up starting the season on pup at receiver. Mickey had that from the word go. I, I, uh, good, that was a good get, Mickey. I don't really feel was. like, you know, it has to be six wide receivers. And, and I'm, the first thing I'm thinking about is all these defensive linemen that are worthy of making an NFL team. And so not necessarily Cedric Wilson and Devin Smith making this team, and they were just—I mean, it was like they were competing against each other within that game, just back and forth, back and forth. And I don't know—I mean, it may come down to one or the other because they want to keep an extra guy somewhere else, maybe D line. Yep. There's a reception by Devin Smith. I mean, that's a point for him. And now here goes Cedric Wilson on a punt return. That's a point for him. I'm serious. Yeah, it's like a heavyweight fight. Back and fight. forth we go. Pretty good stuff. And back and forth we go on Talking Cowboys in just a moment. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yup, and now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof, Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yup. But please don't. And that's been Tailgating with the Otterbox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper Soft Coolers at otterbox.com. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. 
Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine a surging river of ice-cool Dr. Pepper roaring with carbonated mists of desire. You're dangling above it, upside down, like a fishing lure in the wind. 23 flavors tickle your nose, but the river is too far away to taste. Dr. Pepper calls to you. You, you. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Back to Talking Cowboys. College football is back at AT&T Stadium. Don't miss this marquee matchup between the Oregon Ducks and the Auburn Tigers on Saturday. Get your tickets now at SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. There's a quarterback you might be interested in watching in that game at AT&T Stadium. They got a lot of quarterbacks. You know, we... Kind of in the pre-show, we were talking about the Colts, and they're in a situation where they might have to get an opportunity to draft. The Colts have been pretty fortunate in their lives. They've drafted Elway. They've drafted Manning. <laughs> they've drafted, you know, and, I mean, and, 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 luck. and luck. Yeah, pretty good pretty good run of quarterbacks. So the quarterback, he stayed because his brother was going to be a freshman this year Tied in, yeah. at Oregon. Right. I forgot his name. Well, uh, Herbert's the quarterback. Herbert, Herbert. Yeah. yes. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. He would have been a first-round pick. He might have been higher than some of these yeah, other guys. Yeah, and we, we'll get all that when we get the draft show this spring. But yeah, that's a uh, it's a really good class of quarterbacks that overall around the country. So yeah, if you're a team that maybe needs one of those quarterbacks, and we'll get into that in the springtime. Speaking of quarterbacks, Cooper Rush was pretty darn good. He was good. Yes, he was good. He continues to do things to give you hope that if he had to play a little bit, that he can move Things the team. Can function. He can I was glad team. to give him a chance behind the first line and not have to get in there with all the other guys yeah. and kind of running for his life. And right. and if you just and he did it again, if you just watched the way he dropped back to pass, he looked like he was in command of himself. Like, I got this. You can see the field pretty well. He yeah, did nice and he was there. seeing and he wasn't rushing himself. It was almost like the game slowed down for him. He's not afraid to go down the field, and that's been the biggest difference between him and Mike White. Now, Mike White had a nice drive there in the second half. Mm-hmm. That was the best drive he's had by far but yeah I think Jerry said that's the best he's seen Cooper Rush play and so I, he's put this backup competition to rest pretty yeah, much absolutely. I mean we've been, yeah. we've been talking it's, about they're, it they're, all they're carrying two quarterbacks we've talked about that you know it was going to be when we yeah. started off in this journey in training camp, we talked about, oh, well, is it two or three quarterbacks? Cooper Rush is, will be the second quarterback. And, and then White to the practice Well, squad. we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Because they may keep that Terran Christian. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, but he can do versatile things. Because he can do so many squad. different yeah, things. Yeah, I think he's more of a practice squad. I think he's your, No, I meant a practice oh, okay. squad. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, but, no. But not necessarily as a quarterback. <laughs> really started swimming. I, mean, I, I was like, okay, Mickey, <laughs> thanks for playing today. him. <laughs> He's Why gonna, he's gonna be he's gonna be Jamil Showers. <laughs> oh, that yeah, role yeah. Jamil has had. Yeah. He's gonna play safety. Yeah, he's, gonna play, he's gonna play. wide <laughs> You know, receiver. and it was yeah. kind of nice of him to let him at least go out there and give him a I shot. I don't think they were gonna let him do that, to be honest with you. But they did. But Mike White needs to play this whole game next time. 
you know, if you lose them, you lose them. That's part of part. You go out and you know, find another one. You know, isn't it interesting, though, when you look at what Cooper Rush did his rookie year in the preseason, and and I think most everyone felt like, yeah, okay, he's, he's showing a little something. And then it seemed like it seemed like maybe it just wasn't the opportunities last year. My memory is he took a step back last year, okay, and you had Mike White there, and now he's come on again this year. So maybe with, with a Mike White, all right, he showed a little something his rookie year, stepped back this time, and maybe, you know. I think he got spooked by Mike White getting drafted. Yeah. I think yeah, that affected that – it's like, wait a minute, I was the – I basically made Kellen Moore a coach. You know, I may have played well enough my rookie year that they made Kellen Moore that guy. And then also, whoa, they just drafted a guy? And everybody's talking about Mike White and this and that, you know, guys like myself – and next, I think it affected him last year. I, I really do. And then he came out and he said, listen, I've seen Mike White play. I'm not going to worry about Mike White anymore. And he went out and started playing better. Yeah, and I think be. he, and he, he made a good comment, too, afterwards about not worrying about the hole, just worrying about this play yeah. and this play and this play. And that's John the way Kidna. he played. And you know what? He should, have had, he should have had another touchdown in that drive. It, 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 look. The umpire, I think he thought he was getting paid for how many times he threw his flag. Jeff Rice throws a lot of flags during the game. I've never seen so many holding calls yeah. that you kind of looked at and you go, huh? Yeah. And the one on Witten, seriously? I don't know. It was a block in the back. No, it wasn't. He pushed the guy. Well, you can't do that. But he had already. <laughs> That's a penalty. That's he a penalty. blocked the guy for five seconds, and he, then he finally said, get out of here. The problem is he pushed him towards the direction of the ball. That's the no, problem. No, he pushed him away from it's, the ball. No. It's too early. The ball to was to his this. right, and he pushed him to the left. I can't get into this. What, what was the call? Block in the block back. In the back. It, was a, it was block in the back. I couldn't remember I, I, if it was I, a hold Thank you. From the radio booth, it looked like block in the back to me. Right. Well, when I went back and looked at it on TV, it didn't look like a block in the back to me. <laughs> and Witten didn't think so either. What did Witten say about it? Oh, he he went running after the. No, I, I after thought you, you talked to him. After no, the after they scored, okay. he went straight to the guy and talked to right. him. Oh yeah. Well, you could talk to Mickey. No, <laughs> they could have. <laughs> it's preseason. There's always a lot of flags. Move on. If it costs him a game in September, then okay, I'll, it's okay. Let's give you latitude. I can yeah. I can wear my white hat. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. more takeaways from Saturday. Other what? than the umpire, and <laughs> Jeff Rice had a rough day. Um, I think that we, we when before you get here, we were talking about the the twos and threes. Did a nice job against their two second week in a row. We did twos and threes play well. I liked uh, some of the stuff where um, I like always love the plays to Tavon Austin down the field like that. I love it when you know we've seen that before. That's one of those plays where they move the pocket, but but Cooper Rush didn't really move very much. Throws the ball down the field. I, Rob said it the back and forth between. I went back and charted those two receivers and how much special teams they played. Mm-hmm. Both of them were flyers. Both of them were on the kickoff team. One was returning punts. You know, so you got they were trying to find opportunities for those guys. I felt if you said, okay, who was the better, more aggressive player on special teams when it came to the flyer? It's it's Devin Smith. Devin Smith has a little bit better feel, but then all of a sudden you punt the ball to Cedric Wilson, and now that ball is coming around the corner up the field and all. He the second one he could have he could have busted too. So, yeah, I think you have to look at Joe Thomas. I'm going a lot of yeah. different places Wait, here. Yeah, one more thing on, 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 on Cedric Wilson. Not only did he return one, now, one well, when he, was catching, when he was catching the punt, you weren't sitting there going, ah, yeah. is he going to catch it? Yeah. He looked like he had confidence, confidence in yeah. himself. Yeah. Okay. And I like the north-south. Yeah, Joe Thomas is another good one. I mean, like, Joe we, we, Thomas. We it, talk about how loaded this linebacker core is, and I don't think – 
you we always talk about the top three, and then we don't really get past that. I mean, this is a guy that started games in the NFL. If, if I was and, on another team, if I was on another NFL, if I was in personnel with another, I would try. I would try and trade for Joe Thomas. How much would you give up for him? I would consider giving up a fifth round pick for Joe Thomas. And I would not give up Joe Thomas. And I would not because he can back up all three spots. There you right. go. See and now, plus that, he's a core special teams guy. There's and, no question. He should have. Had, he should also have picked six in this game too. If you remember, yep, he cut, right. cut under. He undercut a route and had both hands on the ball and could have got there with it. But you know, it, seriously, if you want to watch guys play on defense and you're thinking. Okay, how can we offer something to get a starter? From you know, you're always looking to try and get a starter. Mm-hmm. Joe Thomas starts in almost every scheme, mm-hmm. every scheme he could play in. And then you said, then you, you put in the special team stuff. Your guys are right; they're not going to give Joe Thomas up after with you know with Sean Lee being banged up all the time. And he doesn't cost you much. No, well, that's what I'm He's saying. I would trade. Two. I would trade. Yep. Maybe I have to offer a third round pick well, to and, Joe and Thomas. See, Joe or Thomas, or at least me to get my attention. But I'll get your attention with a third, maybe. Uh, where do you get C.J. Goodwin on this team? See, this is where I thought that C.J. Goodwin helped himself because I had doubts that C.J. Goodwin could make plays in, as, as a corner. The, the play he made on the first punt, the, the first punt coverage to tackle the, 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 the returner there was a great play on his part. But I'm thinking, can this guy cover? Am I keeping a guy just because he can play special teams? Well, he went out and he gets the interception. He looked better in coverage. He looked more comfortable. He got to some balls. You know, I, I felt better about him as a, a complete player instead of just being a special teams player. Because I was trying to figure out, okay, Donovan Alumba, how do I, okay, how do I with some, how do I with Mike Jackson? Mike Jackson is going to be a big, big, big question mark for mm, them because you haven't really seen him. You in haven't the last... seen him play, and yeah. it's and it's the same. He does not have the same latitude as Connor McGovern has. Right. Connor McGovern's going to, you know, but Connor McGovern's going to practice today and tomorrow, and and that's going to be determined if he can, if they're going to carry him or not. That's the understanding I have. That's so Mike Jackson, I I think he's on the street. There's there's basically six I think guys that are for sure in the yeah. secondary. Yeah. And then I got question mark on Darian Thompson. C.J. Goodwin. Yeah, they'll tell you he's on the team, Mickey, that Thompson. Uh, Frazier and Jackson. If we're talking about special teams, we just talked about what the young wide receivers did. Goodwin gives you a lot in that area. I'm sure Keith O'Quinn would like to have him. Now the question is, how do you make it work in See, the backup numbers? For, in the that secretary? whole thing about uh, special teamer guys, It, it, it now it just – I get it because we kick the ball out of the end zone and we we can directional punt and how how do you you have to have these guys yet you have to well the question is you how have many? to have five guys on your roster just so that because they play special and I'm not busting no, on you Rob no. I'm just see, saying see, here, that's great. that's the problem I had it used to be special teams coach would come up to me and go we, we I've got to have this guy I've got to have this guy I got okay and then I watch him punt the ball out of bounds and then I watch him punt it through the end zone and I'm going. Okay, you got five guys running down the field that don't help me. Here's here's what I love about this conversation right here, is we've got a special teams coach right here who wants that guy out of special teams, and we've got a position coach who wants to keep a guy, say an offensive lineman. Okay, we got Mark Colombo here, and Mark Colombo's saying, "Do how important are special teams now? Oh, do I have? I I don't get to keep an extra offensive tackle because you got to have C.J. Goodwin. Uh We got to put McGovern on IR for the season because." Because you got to keep a guy who might, and McGovern might not help you. But I think, I think that to me, can McGovern play tackle? 
I don't think so, Mickey. I've seen him play center and guard at Penn State. I they, don't. They, the feet. I'll keep saying it. They need a backup tackle. Well, that that okay. Here we go. Now here we go. It's on Mickey's list. 50, 52 guys, and let's try and claim somebody. Or, or or let's you know if you're telling me if you're telling me Jake Campos or somebody at the Buccaneers or Saints or Minnesota Vikings. I think I'm going that route. Did they signed Cam Fleming to a two-year deal. They did with some, with some decent money. They did you give up one of those defensive linemen for a tackle, swing tackle. Yes, I I don't disagree with him, especially with the situation Tyron Smith is in. Yeah, did you see that? Huh? Yeah. No, he's not wrong. Yeah. We continue with more talking Cowboys in a moment. <laughs> Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store and learn how to buy one smartphone and get a second one on us. Based on GWS One Score, September 2018. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broadus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys and with us you'll travel like a pro visit cowboystravel.com to book your travel package today work the Cowboys way and channel the winning business tradition of the Dallas Cowboys and the Jones family at formation this dynamic workspace provides an elevated work experience on the star's aspirational campus with exclusive membership options available to meet varying needs. Choose from open workspaces, dedicated desks, and private offices to leverage our home field advantage for your individual business success. Limited memberships are available now, so apply today at formationatthestar.com. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Back to Talking Cowboys. It's all you, Mickey. I had one that that <laughs> that Bill didn't know, a high school guy. How about that? Yeah. Hey, Jack Black, they got a bunch of specials going on, and you need to go to getjackblack.com and do like we do, not just the pros do, what we do, and get you some of their product. Go to getjackblack.com. Give a shout out to Will McClay. The way this the Cowboys have options here. As we approach cut down day on Saturday. Daryl Johnston was talking about it during the game, how impressed he is with the guys like the Joe Thomases, like the Kerry Hyders, like the Christian Covingtons. Mm-hmm. Pro and college world. guys doing a good job. Yeah. That um, that the makeup of this team with those uh, those veteran type players and and Alfred Morris even you know where you, these are guys are. Uh, right kind of guys who are great examples for the young guys coming in on how to be a professional in this league too. Yeah, no, I, I think that you have to have 
you have to have an understanding of what your roster needs. And I think the Cowboys do a nice job with going out. And especially, we, we've talked about this a bunch, the offensive line the way it is, the backups with veteran guys. Now you evaluate your quarterback. Now you see guys like Jordan Chun. Now you get to see both receivers go tit for tat on each other making plays. So, I mean, if you, if you don't have the type of roster where with those, the mix of the young and veteran guys – you can't really evaluate your team, and I, I applaud them for that. I, I get more excited about watching the second halves of some of these games, these preseason games, and I know it looks crazy out there and it's a lot of holding and whatever penalties going on, but at least you're getting to evaluate guys. This, this, this next game is going to – some jobs are clearly – and I'm not just hyping it. There's some clearly some jobs on the line here and some spots on, on the line as well. I wish someone would do some research on the number of players who get cut okay, on Saturday who eventually during this – what the percentage is of those players who actually will be on a game day roster during the season. Because I bet you that, that percentage is way up there. Well, and I, So there are guys that are playing on Thursday, and, and people who don't follow it that closely say, oh, these guys are going to be working right. at, at Home Depot right. no, it's a week not true. from now. No, no it's They'll not true They'll be on practice squads That's and right. stuff like that, yeah. And the other thing about these preseason games, not to tout it too much, but the, but the NFL does not have a minor league. And right. basically what these preseason games, the second half of the games we've seen the last couple of weeks, and then the whole game on Thursday, this, in essence, is the NFL's minor league right here. I think, Our access is the XFL. I think the NFL has done a great thing by keeping the final cut being a final cut. The, the going down to 75 yeah, and then going 90. down from there. No, I mean, I, I – I wish I was involved where it was keep all 90 guys well, the whole time. If you're a head makes, co- It makes it more exciting to try and guys still have an opportunity. It does, and that 75 cut was so hard for head coaches because if you're not playing your starters in this last game, right. then you got to figure out how to get enough guys in the game to get through it. You well, know? that's how you d- decided who you cut because you had to keep enough guys to right. be able to get through the game. It's sometimes, like, yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah this guy's it, not going to make right. the team, but I need an offensive guard to get through this game. Yeah. Do you not think these agents today are telling these young guys that are probably not going to get cut, hey, you better put some good tape out there because you get a job in the XFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, Daryl Johnson sitting there watching these oh, games. No question. Right? No question. A bunch of these guys could get he signed by him. He was up there him. taking notes on I'm all these sure players. he was. Marking up his flip card. <laughs> yeah. Did he grab your, uh, your little board there? Yeah. <laughs> I see you didn't go to the game without it. You know though. what happened last week in Hawaii? No. You know how bad the traffic was and no, everything, sure. whatever. And so I get on the team bus. I look at my briefcase. And, all right, here is all my notes. Yeah, you're blocking and, your mic. Yeah. There you go. It's all right. They well, can that's, see that's it. not filled out yet for yeah. – okay. Yeah. I left it in the hotel room. Huh? I did not have it for the game. That? Yeah. The all his thing. notes that all he my wrote notes. on that each OCD player. That OCD thing and, you got but, but I've always, I've always said the way I study Game for so- games and the way I used to study for tests way back when in college, if I wrote it down, I remember it. And so I put it to the ultimate test in Hawaii last week. where And I was yeah. pulling out things. I was like, wow, I can't believe I remembered that about yeah, that player. And, and the game know? was also over like at 1 in the morning, right? So we probably didn't have the office. That's I, <laughs> that's no, I was elbowing him saying, hey, Bill, don't forget this. Okay? Oh. <laughs> Mickey was your spotter? Yeah, yeah. He oh, just, in he got some camera time for oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. So what, did you do it this week? Yeah. I, you made the board? Oh, or, sure. I, I made the you board every with, time. And you brought but it with? The, the, the key is I remembered to bring it. You had to bring it with <laughs> you? I left it on my hotel room desk last week. 
So, all right. Final minutes here of uh, Talking Cowboys. Hey, Bill. Yes, sir. They're working out a couple of tight ends today. Hmm. Tyrone Swoops, former yeah. University of Texas quarterback. And then a, a guy named Zach Conque, C-O-N-Q-U-E. Is that hmm. Conque? Is that how would you say that? Exactly. That must mean that uh, Cody McElroy Stinger came back. Yes. Mm. So yes, and they don't want to play Witten in the game, right? And if they're not going to play the other two, How about our Missouri, they can't our Missouri ask man, poor Lucas, Marcus, to play he's sixty-five he's snaps. Play no game. practice squad eligibility for Lucas, by the way. I so can't he, imagine he'll move on. He's, he's only been in the league five years. I think he's been on ten teams. Uh, so yeah, that would make sense. No, eleven and two of them twice. Yeah. Oh, by the way, it sounds like Byron Jones is on his way back to practice mm-hmm. here. Yeah, they've got to officially move him off of PUP, but he still counts towards 90. If if he is back, and it sounds like he would be, well, this guy's uh, time probably, this thing out right. They'll probably they? work him back in limited like they did Tank. And, and so then they have week. to cut somebody? Okay. No, oh, no, he was 90. on uh, the, uh, whatever PUP. And by the yeah. way, Tyrone Swoops was with the Seahawks. Yes. And he was uh, waived injured and uh, was re- on August 3rd, released on August 14th. So I'm not, what he, not sure what he had. but Does that mean the backup deep snapper's out of here? Although then LP has to play the whole game. No, they'll figure out something. There's got or to be the so- other kicker. Oh, yeah, the other kicker. There you, you go. Still, you still want LP snapping? You, have you made up your mind on your kicker? Oh, yeah. You, you mean you, Redford? You know, no, no. You, have, you made up your mind on Maher. Oh yeah, he's here. Yeah. Okay, you've made up your mind. Yeah. See okay. that? That what, you want a me year ago? There was a lot of talk oh, about a, that. A year ago at this time, you made up your mind on Bailey. Uh, we all had. I was worried. Or you? I was worried. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I didn't right. think was, they'd have the nerve to pull the trigger, but I was worried. There was a competition going on that none of us really knew about. I, I did not know about the competition at all, and I sat there and watched every I single. I just practice. thought they were going to have to deal with it. Yeah. Because he wasn't good in training camp, yeah. and there were other things going on that he wasn't good with either, and so what it, Minnesota did, they traded for that dude, and he promptly went into the game and missed. I no. think he missed the Did first he? kick. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Vid, Vidic, Vidic, how do you say it? I, <laughs> you're asking me for pronunciation? I was, yes. I, could, I was you looking know for help. It's funny. Bill, did you pronounce the the uh, Houston quarterback's last name correct? The kid I don't from know if it's correct, but I, I went what we, with what, it. What were you going with? Tamu. Tamamu. I see. I can't say. I can't say it. So every time. I every time something happened in the game with him throwing, I was. I was. Mr. Do, T. I was doing radio like the worst radio in Did history. You call him George or something. I don't know. Ole Miss quarterback is what I was basically That's calling right. him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. Can I just give a quick shout out to Troy Aikman? There you go. His tweet, uh, I believe, was it last night to in, Doug Gottlieb. In, yeah, in defense of of Andrew Luck's decision to retire, I believe it's at like almost four hundred thousand likes right now on Twitter. Just you know, well said. Do you have it? Uh, no, yeah, it, I, I could find it real quick for you. Just leave out the they, first word. It's right. got a, it's got a, they, four, it's if, got a four letter if word. If that in many there. people liked it, then I think we probably would like it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it was actually an eight letter word. Yes, but the, right here. But the, I got oh, it. Oh, well, go it. ahead, Kate. It's family you, show. Kate. You want to read it? That's you, total BS, Doug. What qualifies you to decide how someone should live their life? So you're now the authority on what motivates Andrew Luck. And if his decisions don't fit into what you think is best for him, then you rip him. Guess that's what keeps you employed at FS, FS1. Ooh. FS1. Okay. And here is that's the Fox tweet. on Fox Crime right there. And yeah. here's the tweet that he was responding to from Doug Gottlieb uh, from Saturday night. 
Retiring because rehabbing is too hard is the most millennial thing ever. Oh Hashtag my. Andrew Luck. Yeah. But what's, I mean, be- come what's on, beautiful, uh, the most beautiful thing about the Aikman tweet is the comment about FS1. Yeah. <laughs> Just took a shot. Well, because well, you know, Fox on yeah, Fox yeah, Prime. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's. Yes. It's. It's. it's yeah. It's not so much that for me. It's just coming to the fence of a quarterback and Aikman went through plenty of injuries in his career and it's it's a difficult decision that that Luck had to make. Did you, you know? see Steve Berline what he Yes. No, I but did. Berline he, ripped him for leaving his team. Yeah. Do you want me to read some of it? You nah, can. We're, we're okay. almost out of time, sir. I know we are. But he he did say he's a huge Andrew Luck fan. Yeah, he always did. has been. Uh, but he put him in a bad situation, is what he said. He put. He yeah. was talking more about the team, yeah. like now. What do you do now? Can well, he was hurt this? anyway, right? Can you have done this two months? His ago? His team needs him to make point. this run. I know rehab is tough. I had 19 surgeries as a player, eight over two years. But he owes it to his team. It's just a lower leg injury, and it will heal. Just give it a chance. If it doesn't, walk away after this year. I think none of us know exactly what's going on with Andrew Luck. Right. You know? yeah. And we never have with the injuries. They've kept them so shrouded. Mm-hmm. Sean Lee has a, something to say about this, too. You know, I mean, Sean Lee, the same thing has happened to Sean Lee. How many times is Sean Lee, we talk about him as being one of the great players in this franchise, and, he, and his career has been, been marred with injury and robbed, and, you know, he probably feels like, wow, I mean, I played 10 years, and, I, well, I only played five. You know, I really didn't play 10 years here. I've only played five, you know? Maybe that's why he keeps going, because he yeah. figures he's fresh. That he's know? as tough a player as you'll find, yep. and Andrew Luck is as tough as quarterback as you'll find, and yet uh, yeah. people will Ryan say whatever Grigson, they say. He so, deserves to be on the sidelines. Well, fired. those are the people in Indianapolis that booed, right? Yep. All right. They walk our streets. we got Talking Cowboys again tomorrow. We'll see you then. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!